All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Meraki Unboxed podcast. And this is the first episode of the new year, 2024. Welcome back, everyone. I am Tanner. I'll be your host for this episode. And today I am joined by Ivan Muccini. Ivan, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you uh, to you for inviting us and me. Well, today we are going to be talking with Ivan about a new Meraki integration with Cloud for Y. Yes, Cloud for Y. Correct. Awesome. So, Ivan, you are bringing over 15 years of experience in the wireless industry to your current role. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Sounds like you've got a lot of experience to kind of work on here. Yes, yeah, sure. Uh, well, uh, like most Product managers in uh, of my generation, I actually have a very unusual path to product management, and I started actually as a developer, developing uh, Wi-Fi mesh protocols in the in Linux. Some pretty, uh, you know, complex stuff. I spent a few years in uh, WiMAX technology, handling everything from business case planning to radio network planning, and then I transitioned to products and to software. So I work on different products, especially for telcos, until we had a momentum around 2010, 2012, where we saw the request from some major telco operators that exposed this idea of empowering the captive portal of public Wi-Fi with the ability to engage users. And so the Cloud for Y journey began like uh, 10 years ago or so. Fantastic. Yeah, it sounds like we had, well, maybe not exactly the same experience, but I also had a different path into product management. I'm a technical PM is what other people call it. And so I started in the, you know, fixing the Cisco Brocky in support. So with the wireless, but I wasn't necessarily developing things. So it sounds like you have a very, very specific path into cloud for why. So Ivan, tell me a bit about Cloud for Why that our customers probably don't know very much about. What is your product and how does this work into the Meraki platform? All right. So uh, traditionally, Cloud for Why started as a captive portal company uh, with this idea of empowering the captive portal with uh, the ability to enhance the user experience while at the same time delivering some business outcomes for the, the, the company offering the service. This was an industry trend that started about 10 years ago, uh, 2010, 2012. And actually, I, I remember when we started the product, uh, uh, my first trip to San Francisco, I visited Meraki offices and I was so impressed about the, you know, everything, the startup culture, the environment, and since then, actually, we've been working with Meraki closely and most of, you know, the innovations and the new features that we uh, bring to market, we, you know, we always get started uh, integrating them with Meraki. So, uh, guest Wi-Fi is, you know, more or less essential in different verticals, but in general, it's still an amenity that is expected, at least, in any customer-facing location, right? Mm. So while businesses have to invest into this service, they also want something back, right? To, to drive yeah. some outcomes. So they just need to have some ROI, let's say. So this uh, can be achieved in different ways. And the way this can be achieved actually evolved a lot over the years. And it all started when the captive portal itself, you know, that page that everybody knows, 
was the core element of interaction with users. But over time, it transitioned over um, toward a model that relies more on the data collected via the Wi-Fi service to unlock these, you know, valuable uh, use cases. And maybe we are going to mention some of them uh, later on. So over the years, we really followed closely the Meraki evolutions. We also brought to market some specialized location analytics dashboard for retail, of course, integrated with the Meraki location APIs, as well as uh, some Wi-Fi marketing tools that would allow companies to implement these marketing use cases out of the box. But again, as I mentioned before, over time, the way as this interaction, this uh, monetization, let's call it, happened has changed a lot. And by working with dozens of enterprises and uh, on worldwide scale project, we learned that there are actually more effective ways to help this company driving tangible business outcomes. And for example, in um, our target market, which is mainly large enterprises, most of these businesses, they already have their own marketing stack, right? Their own marketing tools that to do an omni-channel for interacting with users and so on. So the best way to help them materialize the value of the Wi-Fi service is actually to integrate the data into this ecosystem rather than reinventing the wheel and uh, mm -hmm. building, uh, bringing to market our own marketing tools, right? So this, this was a an evolution for us that took uh, that was continuous and working with uh, clients and partners and following also the uh, the technology that Merak itself brought to market and released over the years. So this is helping retail make use of their guest Wi-Fi to take data and look into using it for marketing. Correct? Yes. Is Marketing is one aspect of it. Of course, it's the one that is easier to, to grasp and because the best way to monetize the, the service is actually to collect customer data and mm -hmm. the consumer of this data usually is the marketing department, right? That can uh, yeah. act upon them. I can use a subscription to marketing program and the personal data to send communications and so on. But not, not only, uh, depending on the vertical, we benefits comes also in forms of user experience or facilitating access to new uh, products or new services that the organization delivers on premise. So it's not only marketing, but yes, of course, marketing is the kind of the, it's just the, the biggest chunk. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. But so yeah, but, uh, but also the, the experience factor also matters a lot, right? It's not only many businesses see a direct benefit brought to their consumers when they announce their experience. So even the simple fact of uh, enhancing the uh, end user experience that is seeking for a Wi-Fi connectivity is per se already a benefit for many organizations that are, you know, customer uh, focused. Fantastic. And so this is definitely something that's very, it's very retail oriented. So can you tell me a bit about why focus specifically on retail? What specific needs does that meet for the retailers? Yeah, you're right. Retail has been traditionally a vertical where we got a lot of traction. If you look at our customer base, we have an incredible number of large luxury and fashion brands, mm -hmm. also grocery chains, but literally every, you know, retail sub-vertical, let's call it. But why retail? Other than, uh, you know, go-to-market reasons, all right, that build uh, up a momentum for us. Retail is a vertical where companies need customer data, you know, and the more, the better. 
And while they can do a lot of things with online data, you know, through their website or mobile apps, traditionally they are blind or at least they have less data when it comes to on-site customers, you know, their customer that visits their physical location, their stores. And while the Meraki native capabilities in terms of guest Wi-Fi are more than enough for a great simple guest Wi-Fi, Company is looking into actually collect and activate these viable customer data in, in their system and looking also to, to all the compliance challenges and so on. Usually they have a lot of requirements that require some kind of over-the-top solution like Cloud4Y that specializes in deploying these use cases. And another aspect is size. You know, most of our clients are large enterprises, companies with hundreds or thousands of locations usually spread across many countries or in many continents, actually, and, mm. and sometimes even with multiple brands. And so this creates a lot of complexity, right? And they create a set of requirements that require a company like us, a solution like Love for Y to, to be fulfilled, starting from a high-end brand consistency, which is extremely important for all consumer-facing businesses, but probably the most important one is compliance. You know, we are talking about personal data. And since the since GDPR, uh, most of the countries worldwide, they adopted some sort of uh, data regulation um, that is, you know, localized. And so when you have stores spread across all these countries, you need to make sure that you collect data in a compliant way, which is not easy. Mm -hmm. And even so localizing all these consent collection practices, the user experiences, the, the language and the content, it brings a lot of complexity in rolling out this type of guest Wi-Fi services. So that's why we exist, right? To simplify and orchestrate this type of service in large setups, in large projects. And finally, it's the data activation for marketing, as we were talking before, right? The, the, the first consumer of this data, especially in retail, is the marketing department that wants to monetize this. Uh, this they want to act by uh, using this data to create the more comprehensive understanding of their customer base and reach out in the most effective way. So contextually, when those shoppers, those customers are on site, with uh, you know, with content that is relevant to them, and so yeah, also this activation way. part. Yeah, the point is over the year. This is the most effective way for retail, and we also you know, Capti Portal was baseline, and over time we also introduced new way. Uh, we evolved this idea of relying only on Capti Portal, and the reason is that. If you think about it, Capti Portal is the same forever, like for, since, since yeah. ten years ago, it was the same, right? But today, yes. the user expectation in terms of the user experience are kind of different, right? You're used to different, definitely different tools, the mobile apps that deliver a great experience. And so we were looking to new solutions to deliver the same connectivity service, the same amenity service, while bringing the same benefits to organizations. And we saw the opportunity to invest in what is called Passpoint, which is a, an industry standard that mm -hmm. was designed to be the evolution of the guest Wi-Fi of the captive portal. And in the past few years, we invested heavily into this technology with the aim to bring seamless and more secure experience to the users. So delivering benefits with the users and delivering those on yeah. those expectations that they are Make looking it good for, for them. Right? 
Yeah, and at the same time, also enhance the, the value that we can bring to the organizations investing in guest Wi-Fi. Why? Well, because Passport is a technology that allows devices to connect automatically and securely, mm. say, deterministically to the network as soon as you are under coverage without having to go and click the name yeah. of the network, open the portal, fill data. It, mm-hmm. Everything happens automatically. That means that also users connect more often, more deterministically, and more users can connect to the network. And so the amount of data and the quality of the data that we can collect and feed into these marketing systems, it's way better. So we see this investment in Passpoint being really transformational because it actually delivers on the user experience expectation while at the same time Mm -hmm. boosting the benefits that we bring to the businesses. Yes. Over time, people have become to expect a better experience from things. And it sounds like you guys are creating this fantastic experience with guest Wi-Fi. I know that not only for the customers and their experience, but also for the retailers. I mean, I've connected to some very not great guest Wi-Fis in the past. And now it seems that they have just gotten better. And I know that when I first started at Meraki five years ago or so, I was actually very impressed by how easy we had made it to create a guest Wi-Fi network and these stores. And when I first started in support, I'm talking to these small mom and pop shops. I wasn't talking to huge retail store network admins. I did every once in a while, but it was very cool to talk to them about, hey, here's how you can make your guest Wi-Fi and you don't have to give your Wi-Fi network to everyone you talk to. And then we progressed further and further. And as I did talk to these large retail customers more, there was even cooler tools that they could use. And this sounds like a great opportunity for them to not only benefit their customers, but to also benefit their business and themselves. And that's fantastic to see that you're also focusing on that user experience. Yes, definitely. The main buyer of this solution was only IT looking to kind of streamline the management of the service on these large networks. As I mentioned before, when you have you know, many mm-hmm. brands or store locations, they need to update all these portals on Imeraki. It's quite easy, but if you have to change and personalize these experiences many times in different countries for different brands, then it gets tricky. So that was a benefit that IT teams were looking for, but soon after business stakeholders in the marketing departments or in the digital transformation teams actually looking at Wi-Fi as a source of data, but also as a digital interaction channel that is part of the customer journey. So it needs to be consistent. It needs to deliver a great experience, not in terms of branding, but also in terms of how easy it is, how secure it is, and how it can help the customer experience while shopping or visiting any, any location. And so it definitely sounds like cloud for why has truly been transforming the retail wireless experience. So what was it like before your solution came to the market? Like what kind of success are these retailers seeing now from cloud for why getting to use it for their, as you said, one of the reasons their marketing gets to use that data, where else are they seeing that success? But first of all, most customer facing businesses nowadays they have some amenity, guest Wi-Fi, let's say, right? In retail, it's definitely one of those where customers are expecting this type of service. Even despite the advent of uh, cheap, uh, you know, mobile connectivity, you know, 5G and so on, we see users actually connecting to guest Wi-Fi and requesting for it, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in retail. In our data, it's really clear. We have a lot of data and it's really impressive. So 
the baseline of the guest Wi-Fi and the one that existed many years ago before the advent of solutions like Cloud4Y was a simple page without any data collection and maybe with a simple checkbox to accept the term and conditions. And that's great. And in many cases, it still works, right? But in terms of ROI, it's really difficult to quantify the value of such service. But imagine another experience, right? That you probably have seen in different retail chains. Instead of uh, just simply clicking on a button, you land in a portal that is fully branded and is consistent with the look mm -hmm. and feel of the store you're visiting. And maybe it asks you only one simple piece of information like email address. That's it, mm -hmm. no more. After that, System like Club for Y can check in real time, for example, in the CRM or in the loyalty system, if that record, that user already exists. If yes, you go online right away. If not, we prompt you, for example, to subscribe to a marketing program or to a loyalty program, maybe asking a little bit more of information or a consent, you know, and this brings benefit to the marketing team, of course. Now, after that, we can prompt you to download or to use the mobile app of the brand. Of course, nowadays, most of the yeah. businesses, especially retail, they invested in mobile apps, right? Why mobile apps? Well, because mobile apps can leverage our technology. Our We have a mobile SDK, so called a piece of code that allows to bring mobile apps online via a passpoint to connect them automatically to Wi-Fi network via passpoint. So that all the mobile app users that are using this consumer app, this retail app, for example, anytime they come back in any store everywhere, they will simply get online to wi uh, connected to Wi-Fi without even knowing it automatically and securely. Right. So this is a different journey that can be as simple as providing an email address in a Cathy portal and going online, but can even prompt users to collect, uh, to uh, subscribe to a marketing program and to, you know, boost the option of, mobile, of the mobile app that also brings a different uh, Wi-Fi connectivity experience. So businesses can make their wireless network work for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we did a blog earlier this year focusing on the work you did with a customer, and that was uh, Guess. Now, it's my understanding Guess is a luxury brand. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Where did Meraki come into play there? Yes, Guess is one of the uh, most interesting projects we have done, and it's a full Meraki-based network that span across different continents. I think that at the time the article was released, we had about 500 stores, but they were expanding quickly to all the other stores from Asia to United States and so on. And they are collecting an impressive 7,000 new records, new users per month. And all this data, of course, uh, you know, feeds their CDPs, their CRM, their marketing systems. And, That's a lot of data. Uh, yes. Of course, you can compare this number with websites. And of course, those businesses that have a uh, commerce and um, they've invested also on the online, they can see huge number of orders online, but knowing 27,000 emails per month of your in-store customers is definitely an impressive uh, data. And these stores are actually spread across all continents and it, that have different data protection regulations. Mm -hmm. And we help them actually roll out this solution, personalizing the onboarding experience, and the data collection to comply with the local regulation. This was one of the challenges actually. But thanks to the cloud for Wi-Fi flexibility, together with the 
ease of deploying the service on top of Meraki, uh, their rollout was actually pretty fast. But the key to their success in terms of business impact, I think is in the tight integration with their marketing and loyalty programs. Uh, mm. The experience that we built for them is really similar to the one that I was describing before. So users are actually uh, prompt to provide a minimum amount of data, and then we check in real time into the system to see if that record already exists or not, and only if it doesn't exist or if there are some missing pieces of information we prompt the user to enrich their profiles or to subscribe to the loyalty program or to the marketing programs. Mm. You know, these not only simplifies the user experience, but also keeps the data cleaner and avoids duplications and, you know, actually help a lot to activate this data into the marketing stack. And all this data is synced into their CDPs and to their customer data platform in real time not only the email address and the profiles, but also some visitation metric. Let's say some analytics about these users that track, for example, what are the favorite stores, uh, when that user, that customer visit more often, in which day of the week, which hour of the day, how long does it stay usually mm -hmm. in each store. And these data are synced into their CDP and help them to create a 360 profile of each user. And after that, Every time users their customers comes back to any store, we can actually detect in real time, thanks to the presence data of, uh, that comes from the Meraki uh, dashboard, we can detect in real time when they arrive and distill some relevant moment of their journey and send it in real time to the marketing system that then can you know do multiple things with it. it can send messages, personalize uh, the content of the mobile app, and uh, you know, different uh, actions, marketing-driven, that uh, can rely on this context information and on the real-time nature of this data. This actually is a, what we did for gas, but it's something that we do for most of clients, especially mm -hmm. in retail, right? The captive portal built in this, with this logic is the baseline for all the projects that we roll out. And then after that, we prompt businesses to also integrate our Passpoint SDK into their mobile apps and start also not creating different ways uh, users can actually connect. So Captive Portal will be one, but most of mobile app users should be automatically connected to the network uh, in real time, right? We believe that this is actually one of the most important transformations that we are bringing to the market. Fantastic. Completely transforming the way that they connect. Yeah, no, definitely. It's uh, more secure, it's automatic, it's seamless. So it's like a roaming experience you, you might experience when uh, in the 5G network, let's say. So what's next for Cloud for Why? It, it sounds like you guys have got a really good base on what you do, and it sounds like you do it really well. And you have a lot of customers that are using this, a lot of retailers. What's next for you guys? Any exciting new use cases that you might be able to share with us? Kind of give our customers a little insight into what's coming? Yes, definitely. There are some exciting uh, news, actually. Uh, during the past quarter, we launched a couple of new solutions that are dedicated to the Meraki ecosystem. And we are working right now in publishing them on the marketplace. The first one, we named it uh, NetOps. Uh, and what it is, is a, a service assurance tool that leverages the Meraki APIs to help clients manage large networks. Uh, not only clients, but especially also managed service providers that are managing multiple clients. And it helps them to identify and troubleshoot network issues and anomalies in a very effective way. 
this tool is really aimed to large projects that involves hundreds or thousands of locations and often even multiple organizations. So that's why it's particularly handy for managed service providers. So the product aggregates data across all these networking organizations and provides several dashboards and some tools to analyze these issues and anomalies across the entire project, not, mm. not with a view limited, to, for example, to each single location, but start from the high level overview and then allows you narrow down effectively and identify specific issues at the device level or at the network level. Very helpful. We, yeah, we built this in collaboration with some um, joint clients and MSPs that we're rolling out our product, Guest Wi-Fi solution on large networks. And during the process, they identified a lot of hidden issues and so we built this tool to help them troubleshoot this issue, actually also to adopt a more proactive approach in maintaining a good, in good health network, rather than just responding to the notification that comes from the field. But we also have another product, which is really exciting. It also has a dedicated name right now. It's called Kuzna, C-U-S-N-A. And you can find it also at the website kuzna.io. This is a product that uh, streamlines the lifecycle management of IPSKs on Meraki, right? It enables simple self-onboarding experience of users attempting to get their own PSK in the multi-dwelling industry, mm -hmm. imaging student living, uh, resident living, co-working spaces, and so on. Very nice. So this is really exciting. It's fully integrated with Meraki. Uh, Kuzna can basically orchestrate the entire life cycle of activating these IPSK, delivering them to users, decommissioning them when the times come, and even assigning dynamically uh, group policies to the users or different group of users. And for some products like the Meraki MR36H, we did also some advanced integration where we can also configure the Ethernet ports of the access point to be in the same personal wireless network as the devices connected with the IPSK of that specific user. So next year, we want to keep investing into these two products and you know, we hope to bring some positive impact also in other industries and not only retail. Fantastic. It's always good to move into other industries. It sounds like it's a great use case for retail, but I was wondering, there was probably some other ways that we could utilize this. Definitely that data collection and elsewhere. So congratulations on moving into those. We're excited to see where that comes from or where that goes. Now, I did think of this question. You mentioned earlier that Guess had collected, I think it was 7,000 emails per day or month? 27,000. Per month, 27, if I remember 000. well, the block, uh, block post, yes. Fantastic. And so how much data, like just on an average, would be collected per day? Just like outside of just the emails, like would there be a way that you could tell us that? A way to kind of give a guess on the average? How many emails and users, you mean? Or, or like just data in general? Well, it's a lot of data, actually. That's why... <laughs> It's actually challenging because, of course, if there is a first process is uh, collecting the user profile, and that's uh, one thing. Mm -hmm. But after that, we track all the connections of users because we are authorizing clients on the network. And we basically collect all the location data that comes from the Meraki uh, dashboard to process this information in a way that allows us to create clean visitation history of each user, right? So we don't only use the authentication um, information, so you know, even today just connected uh, uh, in the store, but 
we also pull all the low-level location data that comes from the APIs to identify where that user went, in, in which area, and to better classify that visit that then becomes mm -hmm. part of your journey and get synced with external systems. So difficult to quantify in numbers, but you know, these are terabyte to terabyte of information per day that we, we process in, in real time. It, it's really fascinating actually looking at, at it. The, mm -hmm. the result is it's really simple. It's transforming uh, in visits and uh, metrics, but behind it, there is a lot of technology and a lot of data processing. And so with the location data, you can look at where the customer was in the store, where did they spend most of their time? And from that information, you can gather what section of the store is that, what aisle it was, you know, where are people spending the most of their time, what yes, products I mean, they're interested in. Yeah, maybe in most cases we've seen that the precision at the eye level is not required or it makes sometimes challenges to, to achieve, but the information, for example, which floor, which department, which area, mm -hmm. let's say in a campus, for example, which building the user is, is actually quite relevant because only relying on the authentication data, you know where the user authenticated the first time and the first access point, but then uh, in large context, the user mm -hmm. browses and goes around different buildings, different floors. So understanding in a more granular level, the interaction of that user in the physical location is actually very valuable. Fantastic. Well, Ivan, thank you very much for answering my questions. It sounds like Cloud4Y is going to have a great place in the marketplace and people can make fantastic use for it, really upgrade their guest wireless experience and make that work for them. So Ivan, thank you again for joining us today and talking about Cloud4Y. If you would like to learn more about Cloud4Y, you can visit apps.meraki.io to check that out and see if that works for you. Just search for cloud for why, and you should see that option there. And hopefully we'll see even more of these solutions coming soon to the Meraki marketplace. Ladies and gentlemen, go give that a look, see how you can make cloud for why work for you. And why not even leave us a comment? How do you think that cloud for why could benefit your business? whether you're retail or any of the other possible solutions coming to see if it could work for you. We'd love to hear about it. I'm sure Ivan would also like to hear about it. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Leave a comment and let us know what you think. So Ivan, once again, thank you very much for joining me. Happy New Year to you. Hopefully you uh, didn't start the new year off sick like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, likely not. And thanks a lot for That's inviting good. me. Ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful new year. Thank you for listening to us in this lovely 2024. Have a good one. Bye.